Welcome back to the program, everybody. London and Ontario as a whole is in the midst of a nursing shortage. As we discussed earlier this week with the Ontario Nurses Association, there are hundreds of open positions at hospitals in London. And it's not just us. You know, hospitals across Ontario have a a vacancy rate of about 10 to 12 percent. Sometimes it's even more, according to the ONA. And uh, Stats Canada reported earlier that for the first three months of this year, the healthcare and social assistance sector had the largest year-over-year increase in job vacancies compared to other sectors, and that, of course, includes nurses. On Wednesday, Ontario Green Party leader Mike Schreiner called on Premier Doug Ford to address the issue. Mike Schreiner joins us now. I appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. Pleasure to be on. We had a nursing shortage before the pandemic hit, uh, but like so many things with the pandemic, it's made it worse. What do we do to address the issue? Well, Devin, the first thing we have to do is start paying nurses fair wages. Uh, the Premier brought in Bill 124, which caps wage, wage increases for all public sector workers, including nurses, at 1%. You know, we've had these frontline heroes working overtime for 18 months now. They're overworked. They're underpaid, they're underappreciated, and so improving their wages and improving workplace conditions. I mean, imagine how hard it is when you're treating a whole variety of patients, you're understaffed, which then means you're overworked, which then means you can't provide the care that you want to provide, but it also means you're stressed out because you're worried about making a mistake, which means that a number of nurses now are facing uh, mental health challenges, and so Part of improving those workplace conditions is also providing uh, mental health supports for nurses right across the province. Money doesn't solve all problems, but when we have a nursing shortage, not in the city or this province or this country, but also the United States as well, everyone needs nurses. It seems unavoidable that one of the solutions or part of the solution is just to, to pay more. Absolutely. I mean, so just think in, at, at London uh, Health Science Center alone, they've had 31 acute and critical care uh, nurses um, resign uh, and 18 retire early. And so we've seen those stats play out across the province. I mean, actually, you're right, across North America. And so if we want to make sure those folks don't retire early, don't resign, then we have to improve workplace conditions and we have to pay people. I mean, I know of uh, health administrators who have said, you know, we're happy to pay more than a 1% wage increase. I mean, these workers deserve that, but we can't. Think about this. We cannot negotiate that with nurses because the province has brought in legislation that legally prohibits us from doing that. That's just wrong. You mentioned uh, workplace conditions, you know, mental health, you know, from talking to frontline healthcare workers over the past 18 months, uh, so many are just burned out. Uh, How do we, I mean, in the the short term, forget the long term, how in the short term do we keep the nurses we have on the job working the job because it's, it's tough? Yeah. So, I mean, again, one, pay them a fair wage. We've also, in addition to saying, you know, get rid of this bill that caps our wages, um, give nurses an additional five-hour uh, top app if they're working in a short-staffed unit just to say, hey, you know what? We know that doesn't solve the workplace condition, but we acknowledge the additional stress and work you're under, so we're going to pay you a little extra. Maybe that makes your life easier when you get home and want to spend some time with your family. 
uh, ensure that all nurses have access to N95, um, you know, high-quality PPE. Um, make sure that nurses have guaranteed access to mental health services and supports. And then long-term, we have to make sure that um, we increase uh, the number of nursing training programs and that we also uh, look at uh, having, you know, qualified, internationally educated nurses being able to access the profession. But in the short term, let's improve working conditions, let's provide fair wages, and let's ensure that nurses have access to mental health supports and other supports to do their job. What impact do you think uh, some of the protests we've seen outside of hospitals has had on uh, you know, healthcare workers in particular and nurses specifically, because in some cases, you know, they're not just, they're not leaving for other provinces, they're not going to the United States, they're just leaving the profession. What impact do the pro- these protests have on people? Well, it certainly doesn't help. I mean, imagine you've had 18 months, you're overworked, you're underpaid, you're stressed out, you know, your mental health has taken a hit, and then you've got to deal with protesters screaming at you, sometimes spitting at you. Uh, as you're just trying to go do your job, uh, and in many cases, do your job when you're exhausted before you even get to work. And so, you know, I've been saying over and over again, one of the reasons I think the legislature should have come back in September when it was supposed to is to pass legislation that would at least provide a safety zone around uh, healthcare facilities, especially, uh, to protect workers who are just trying to go do their job. I certainly support people's right to protest. I mean, absolutely, you have a right to protest, but to impede people from being able to go to work, to further stress out people who are just trying to protect us, to care for you and your loved ones is just wrong. And I want to be clear with folks is, is that the nursing shortage doesn't just affect COVID patients, so that's certainly a major effect that we should be concerned about, but it also means that people going in for cancer treatments, for heart surgeries, for hip and joint replacements, uh, for a whole variety of reasons to access hospital care uh, are being affected. So come on, folks, like remember the day, early days of the pandemic when we were all coming together and we were celebrating frontline healthcare heroes, like we got to get back to that place. Well, that's one of the concerns I think many have with when they look at this in terms of like, you know, the pandemic will end one day, but the the list of of procedures and, and surgeries that has been delayed because of it is so long, it's going to take years uh, to make up for this. So the pandemic ends at one point, but the, the pressure on frontline healthcare workers does not. Oh, for sure not. And that's why the provincial government is going to have to step up and increase funding to the healthcare system. I mean, the fact that the FAO came out with a report uh, just a few weeks ago saying, you know, the Ford government underspent by $5.6 billion money that should have gone into combating the third wave of the pandemic, which, you know, obviously made the pandemic worse. You know, it's just unacceptable. I mean, you know, come on, folks, we, we've got to step up, make the investments are in our healthcare system to provide the support that workers need and all workers, nurses and all other workers, you know, doctors, technicians, staff uh, in our healthcare system uh, to make sure that we properly care for people, that we, we deal with this surgical backlog that, that people are facing. I mean, that has real significant effects on people's lives. I've been meeting with organizations that represent cancer survivors and, you know, they're saying that, you know, a number of their members are sometimes even afraid to go to hospital 
um, and certainly um, have experienced negative health outcomes because of the delay in their care. The legislature returns on Monday. We will follow with interest. Uh, Mike Schreiner, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be on, Devin, and this is certainly going to be top priority for me when we get back on Monday.